Today on episode number 638, today we're talking about controlling the conversation. So we're going to peel back the hood on Squadcast, one of my favorite tools to record interviews. And then me, I'm going to share my thoughts on something. I found a new podcast that's really, really cool. But in talking about it, I'm going to offend somebody. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your Hall of Fame award-winning personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where we help you massage your message. We help you tackle that technology, face your fears, flatten the learning curve, and not just get you podcasting. Anybody can do that with some old, outdated YouTube videos. We get you podcasting in the right direction, in the headache-free direction, in the I-don't-have-to-mortgage-my-house-to-start direction. Simply use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and sign up at schoolofpodcasting.com on either a monthly or yearly subscription, or you can buy the courses a la carte. And today, we're talking about one of the powers of podcasting that I think we sometimes overlook, and that is the fact that you control the conversation. And it is kind of cool because we have an interview this week with... Zach from Squadcast. He's one of the founders. And just if you're like, what's a Squadcast? If you are looking for a way to record and you're fed up with Skype, what Squadcast does, it's really cool. You log in, you make an appointment, you put in somebody's email, it sends them, hey, on this date, you know, join up with you and it'll put it on their calendar. It'll remind them when the appointment is coming up. And then when they log in, it says, hey, are you using Chrome? Okay, good. Okay, where's your microphone? Okay, you click that. Okay, what's that? And what's nice is as you, as the host, I can see what's going on. I can see their time zone. I can see all sorts of stuff. And you'll hear how they're actually improving that. And the one thing I really love about this interview is at one point, Zach talks about a mistake that was going on with Squadcast. And I love complete transparency. Oh, and by the way, you'll hear about a patent that they're working on. Because not only did they fix the problem, but they're working on a patent because they absolutely crushed it. I thought that was so cool that they were transparent like that. So without further ado, join me as we talk to Zach from Squadcast. Zach Moreno, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks, Dave. Much appreciated. I met you guys, I think it was at PodFest the first time. Was it PodFest or Podcast Movement? I think it was Podcast Movement 17 in sunny Anaheim. Yeah. You are not the only person in this space. I'll put it that way. There are others that have come before you. So almost in the same way that some podcasters look and go, you know, I was going to start a podcast, but somebody else is doing it. What inspired you guys to, to hop in when there were already people in the space? We, uh, the space that we're in is remote, remote conversations recorded in studio quality for podcast listeners to, to consume later. And uh, we saw an opportunity there not to st- compete in this space or anything like that. It was because we wanted to, we wanted to start our own science fiction audio drama podcast and, um, had wanted a really high production value there. Quality of the audio is, uh, is definitely a prerequisite. My, my brother is an audio engineer, Vince, and we tried recording on some of the other options out there like Skype and zoom. And his question that I, you know, come back to often is like, if we're going to put in all this time, hours and hours and 
production value and post-production, uh, why wouldn't we want to capture the audio um, from the source in the highest quality that we can? So that's why we uh, we got really discouraged at first and was like, well, we're we're in different cities, so that's why we asked the question and started looking at started looking at other options and uh, got really discouraged at first. And then uh, I'm a I'm a software engineer in a past life that really kind of uh, you know opened my eyes to like okay start thinking about what's possible here with some of the the newer things that are possible on the web. And that's where we tied together a bunch of these pieces into a cohesive experience. Now, two years later, Squadcast, we're recording this interview. And uh, we really think we've found the sweet spot between remote conversations with audio and video while capturing the audio for, uh, for high quality consumption later. What do you think makes Squadcast different than the others? Yeah, uh, I think there's a number of things. We're all, I think, trying to solve a similar problem. But um, we're going about it in a, in a very different way. So we have a kind of under the hood, we have a really modern software architecture. We're using a lot of cloud bells and whistles that uh, translate into a really seamless, positive user experience. We really pride ourselves on because it's a web application. Your guest doesn't have to do any setup like they would have to do with like a Skype or a Zoom, creating an account, installing all that stuff. Next, next, next. That just doesn't exist on Squadcast. You you sent me a link to join this conversation. I clicked it, and here we are talking. So we uh, we focus on that experience, the host experience, co-host experience, but also I think um, what's a winner for a lot of folks like Daryl Darnell at Pro Podcast Solutions is this uh, this focus that we have also on the post production experience because we have an audio engineer core to our team. We focus on that experience like we do all the others. And the big thing there is our audio, we capture it without audio drift, which is this kind of archaic term that shouldn't even really exist in our vocabulary. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately it does because of uh, some of the other solutions out there. If you want to name them, I'll, I'll let you do that, Dave. Um, <laughs> so audio drift, right? What, what is that? Like most people, it's not even in people's vocabulary. When you record audio on two different devices and then you play it back, you would expect that that audio sounds like it did in real life. Sounds like you heard it at the pace and all that stuff. But what happens is because of uh, differences in the devices themselves, the audio drifts out of sync. And for a conversation like the one we're having now recorded in this technique called a, a double ender, so-called, or a multi-ender as we like to call it, the audio can drift out of sync. And I, this isn't something that Squadcast was, you know, exempt from out of the gate. We, uh, we also experienced audio drift and on our platform. We heard about it from our users. We heard about it in our own experience. And then we, fix, we fixed it. It took us about two weeks. And uh, I'm really happy to say that we've not had any audio drift since around the February-March timeframe this year. And uh, now, fast forward to, you know, the, the close of the year and... We're looking at the patentability of that technology, that innovation. It doesn't seem nice. Be, yeah, thank you. Really stoked about where that's headed. And I think it's a, the key difference is really in that post-production experience. You don't want to waste your time in post-production fixing, adding, adding time where it, you know, you, <laughs> that time can be spent much more productively adding production value. So that's why I think, you know, the guys like Daryl, they really dig it. Because what happens is all of a sudden I'll be asking you a question and you start answering the question 
because of the drift before I've even got the question out of my mouth. So that it's right. nice. And what it's, it's not impossible to fix. You have to like, cut, like you said, it's not, it's not the end of the world, but you have to keep moving and cutting and splicing and moving and cutting and splicing. And it's nice that you guys have that uh, resolved. The other thing I, I, I've enjoyed with Squadcast is you're in touch with, I, I know I've been kind of working a little bit behind the scenes. You guys have asked me for my opinion. I know you've worked with Harry Duran and it was cool when you're like, Hey, what do you think of it so far? And I was like, well, on occasion I'll have somebody who maybe they're having a problem with their microphone or whatever. And I'm like, it'd be cool if we had like a chat button to where I could say, Hey, you know, click here, do this, whatever. But there was no way to communicate because they couldn't figure out how to hear me yet or whatever. And like a week and a half later, there's the chat box. I'm like, well, that was easy. So <laughs> there you go. So obviously, you know, you, you make a, a product, you, you think it's perfect and everything's going to work great. Are there any common issues that you're running into with people that like, hey, this didn't work and you go, oh, you forgot to do blah, blah, blah. Are there any issues or things that people should know when they go to use Squadcast? Yeah, I just really want to thank you for for the feedback. Also, you mentioned Harry. Just the community kind of writ large has really shaped our product from from that original uh, launch that we did at, at uh, Podcast Movement 17. We've loved working with the community ever since then. And it's really like shaped of the product up until this point, the experience. We want to build something that's useful and meaningful. So, you know, ideas from you and Harry and the rest of the community all get folded in. We have a Facebook group now, which is awesome. And every kind of podcast company does, but we use it, we think kind of creatively to, um, to, to like pre AB test ideas. We like do polls in there. We post screenshots of like upcoming designs and get feedback on stuff before we roll it out. And, uh, and then also have like a, a staging environment for people to help us test kind of the bigger changes that we want to move, uh, move out um, into the general product that everybody's using. And uh, that's really to also speak to your question. That's really helped us get ahead of some of those friction points that can arise because we're, we're working with people very closely before we're making it uh, available to answer your more, your question more directly. The, uh, the majority of our support requests have evolved into equipment combinations where people will be using this microphone with this mixer on windows usually for some reason and uh in combination with uh with squadcast and you know it's just a matter of like running through the normal uh like if you were in a physical studio you might run into those same exact challenges where it's just like well i'm not the flow of electricity isn't getting from A to B. So we want to troubleshoot that by just making sure that it's coming through at every step of the way, making sure the interface isn't muted, things are plugged in, turned on, like all of those things. So right. we have we have uh, real-time support built into the app and people can chat with our whole team to get you know answers over those get over those challenges quickly. Um, and then also we because we're a remote collaboration platform, we'll often ask people like this just happened in a, a Facebook group earlier today. Somebody was having trouble with a new camera that they got and wanted to use it with Squadcast, and we're stoked about that. So um, wasn't obvious, you know, how to get that set up with, for the, on their end. So we offer, hey, you want to jump into a, a session on Squadcast real quick? So that way we can help in context, and that that really kind of bridges the gap a lot of times for some of the some of the report the support requests that we get. Yeah, it just seems like as long as you let your guests know that you need to be using Chrome, because when you come to the screen, it's like, okay, what's your microphone? This, what's your, you know, what are you using for headphones? That, 
and from there you're you're good to go. I know we didn't use it tonight. We just used what is this called? A quick, um, quick session. Quick session. You can actually schedule these ahead of time, which is kind of cool because then the system reminds your guests that hey, your session is starting tomorrow, and then you can. I think it's an hour before it reminds them. And trust me, you are so happy it does that because. Anytime I didn't remind a guest was the time that, you know, we forget in that whole nine yards. So I love the fact that that's built in. How many people can we have on a call at once? Yeah, we're uh, we're supporting four now. So that's why I said a, a multi-ender. And um, we have some plans to extend that beyond four. But that seems to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good size for most like, I think a panel discussion would be the only exception that would go higher than that. But you start to get into the webinar territory and that's where I, that's what I think zoom is for. You know, people are using zoom force podcasting, but it's really for webinars and enterprise to have records of conversations. So you start to want features like raise your hand, auto muting, stuff like that. With Squadcast, we're focused on providing an intimate, uh, you know, a venue for these intimate conversations. Yeah. And the more stuff you add, then it, you get into an area where, cause a lot of times my audience we're interviewing people who are not podcasters. We're podcasters, but they're not. Go we, ahead. We, uh, we tailor the experience for the host versus the guest. And then also, I mentioned before, the post-production experience is really in the quality of those wave files, the drift and all that stuff. But um, yeah, the, the host experience, you have all the controls on your end. And the guest gets a really, really slimmed down experience where it's really just like they can mute, they can change their microphone if they want to, but really it's just kind of like mute and then leave session. That's one of the things that Harry brought to our attention really early on is that everything else is just a distraction. So we've kind of held that as our mantra ever since. And so a few other things to kind of keep people in sync, like you and I were talking about um, our, our status bar over here that accompanies the video to have like local time, city, network connectivity, battery, like stuff that you as the host would want to know that the outcome of the interview is going to be successful without having to ask like an awkward question like, Hey, is your thing plugged in? Are you on a good network? Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but if somebody's on a, a laptop and you can look up and see that they've got 9% left on their laptop, you can go, you need to plug in now. Exactly. That's an awesome little feature. And I can see how much Ram you have. This is awesome. Yeah. So um, and we'll be expanding that. Uh, we want to do this in a very thoughtful way, but I'd love your feedback on this, Dave, where the the host, uh, we don't even want the guests to have to fiddle around with their like microphone or headphone settings. So we want to open that up to the the host to like request their control of that stuff. And then all they have to do is kind of plug it in and then the host could request access, change their mic around. And that way the guest is just kind of really hands off, right? Like that would be brilliant. Yeah. Cause you have some people that, you know, they plug in their ATR 2100, but for whatever reason it's picking up the, you know, microphone on the camera and you just, it'd be nice to, and you're going, no, no, you have to click on the little button. And they're like, which one, and if you could just go here, click, 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 Give me access. Okay, now we're good to go. That would be awesome. Again, if we can do that super simple, done. That would be, uh, again, and what that's going to do is set you apart from some of your other competition. And again, because you're kind of focused on, you know, we're here to record interviews for for podcasters and for, I guess, radio people that want to air them later, things of that nature. So Mm -hmm. um, my other question is, I would love to know, 
because right now we're recording this as a WAV file. And I think it's always amazed me is, you know, typically WAV files get a little chunky. They're, they're big. That's why we don't use them in the podcast. We, you know, we downsample to an MP3, but right. yet it always right. seems like these things upload in fairly record time. And I always wondered, what's the secret of that? It's about to get faster. That's the crazy thing. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. So our average, I mean, I'll point out, I often point at your example, I think from the March timeframe where you recorded with Zach Demonopoulos, um, I saw, uh, I saw it come across our logs. It's like Zach's hour long conversation with you uploaded in about a minute and he's in New Jersey. So they, I think they have great ISPs <laughs> there and your upload unfortunately took around the 15, 16 minute timeframe if memory serves, right? That's painful to have to sit around and leave your computer on for that long or whatever. So sorry about that. Me, it was probably me watching Netflix the minute the, the interview was over. I powered up something, you know. Yeah, no, no. It's for whatever the reason. It's not not ideal. So we took that super seriously and was like, this is Dave we're talking about. We got to get this down. You know, if, um, if his setup is, is a challenge, then uh, it's a, ch- a real challenge for other folks. So we looked at the space and ultimately we ended up doing um, what is called like a chunked upload. So it breaks the file apart into all these little tiny pieces and then it uploads them simultaneously. That way you can get a much faster speed. So now the average hour long conversation across all of our recordings is, is under the minute for an hour long conversation, which is um, something I'm super proud of. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Some of those cloud bells and whistles I was talking about. Yeah, that's, uh, that shows up. Some of the other differences that I suspect uh, between us and our competitors is, uh, is exactly that. Uh, like infrastructure decisions go a long way for things like uptime and reliability and speed and re- ultimately things that add up to a positive user experience. Anything coming in the future for Squadcast? Oh, yeah, lots. We're, uh, our next update will, like I mentioned, will be even faster uploads where uh, what we call our progressive uploads will, um, while, you, while you're recording, will be, uh, the, the audio will be uploading in the background in a couple seconds uh, at a time. And then that will make us super resilient to things like you mentioned, 9% battery, like computers dying. We had an interview a couple weeks ago with Eric Hunley. And with the uh, with the unstructured podcast, his guest was in the middle of a snowstorm and power in his whole neighborhood went out in the middle of their conversation. So uh, things like that, you know, real real life stuff happens. So we we want to, you know, take that for what it is. It's reality. It's part of the, the business that we're in. We just need to be as resilient as possible to that. So if we're uploading progressively every couple of seconds. That will ensure that you, the podcast host, there's no situation where you wouldn't get the audio in the quality that you're expecting it, no matter what happens. So we see that as like as bulletproof as a, you know an experience as we can make it. We get there today. Uh, we've we've never lost a recording, even for Eric. We we record backups in our cloud, which are a little bit lower quality, but they're still much higher quality than like a Skype or a Zoom. That's one of the functions that my my, uh, my brother, our audio engineer, that he takes care of for people is retrieving backups in those weird situations and then QAing them and making sure they're, they're always, you know, the content is king. So we, we always want to get that to our host no matter what. But uh, progressive upload is a big one. And then, and then uh, more platforms, like you mentioned, Chrome is a limitation today. Um, while we're in beta, but we're, uh, we're very near stability. I think progressive uploads, that, that last piece that's missing, 
And uh, once we get to stability, then we'll start to branch out to other platforms. Um, first on the web with Fire- Firefox, like it almost fully works in Firefox today. There's a few changes we need to make. So that's, that's going to happen first. Safari is a little bit more fickle beyond that. And then we also have, uh, we also have native mobile apps that are in development, um, kind of on the back burner, on the back burner, but, but uh, definitely around the corner. And then you mentioned, you know, the community feedback. So um, we're looking at a couple of features that have come from feedback, like folks like Glenn the Geek and Harry and just the general consensus from our community online. Uh, really add up to three main features that we're going to be adding uh, the ability to call in and out. So you could get a number, a squadcast number, and then accept calls and make calls. Glenn wants to be able to record people on horseback to get those hoof, those hoof beats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we see, uh, we see that being super useful. Um, and then the ability to, from Harry, he wants to be able to live stream the conversations to Facebook and YouTube um, and uh, maybe Twitch or something like that for, you can imagine like a, premium Patreon tier, something like that, yeah. or just people who want to live stream everything. There's, there's them too. That's cool. That's definitely coming. And then the third one is transcriptions. So um, anything you record in Squadcast can pretty easily be transcribed and we can, we can provide that in the experience. Interesting. Well, that'll be fun to watch come down the, uh, the pikes. So thank you. Uh, yeah. I wanna, well, I've always wondered what was under the hood. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to come in and explain a little. And, uh, I will keep, uh, as of right now, it's, it's my favorite platform. I I've never, you know, had a problem with it. And to me, I just think it's so completely simple. I love the fact that, uh, like I said, except for the one person, I had one person that was using the wrong browser, but other than that, I've never had a problem with it. And that's really not your fault. That was just, you know, I forgot to, to tell the person, Hey, show up in Chrome. So, well, we have a, we have a much more refined onboarding experience now. And that's the first thing that people see is like, Hey, are you using Chrome? Cool. And then we, we walk through like permissions to the microphone optional to for camera and that kind of stuff. So it's, it was a, you know, something we could communicate more effectively. And I think we're a little bit better job there. We could still make it better, but it's always, always a process. Awesome. Well, Zach, thanks for coming on the show. Very cool. Thanks for having me, Dave. So what's great about Squadcast is, let's say Zach had a barking dog in the background while I was talking. I could mute just his channel. So you actually get two channels, and all you do is you drag both of them into Audacity or whatever you're using. You make sure that they're both you know fully aligned left, and then you just go and you start editing. It's really cool. What's cool is Zach gave us a coupon. If you use the coupon code SOPFANS, that's SOP fans. You get half off your first month. And if you go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash squadcast, that will take you right there. Aw, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to do something really stupid. My spider senses are tingling. I'm saying, I hear this thing in my head that says you really shouldn't do this segment. But I'm going to do this segment. Here's one of the greatest benefits of podcasting. Think about it. There are very few things that you can say, that's mine. I 100% own it. There's there's no way that you can misconstrue it. If that is me, that is mine. Because when you're married, everything you share with your spouse. And when you're growing up, even your 
I don't know, half the stuff that you think you own, you don't really own because, well, it's your parents. They chipped in on it, things like that. So what I love about this is what if you want to get a message out? What if you want to get a message out right now? Right. We just it's it's International Podcast Day was this weekend. We all had great stuff and we're trying to get the word out. And we do. It gets bigger and bigger every year. But getting on mainstream media is sometimes tough. And then when you get on mainstream media, well, stuff like this happens. We have cops that are murdering people. We have cops in the SFPD that are blatantly racist. And those issues need to be addressed. And that's right. If you're like, wait, what is that? That was the one and only Colin Kaepernick. And what's interesting is he had a message. And when he sent it to mainstream media, that message that he just said came out like this. I think Kaepernick is disrespecting the flag. You have your right to First Amendment and free speech, but don't do it at disrespecting our flag and disrespecting our national anthem. Now, before we all get all hot and bothered and start setting our shoes on fire, I never quite understand that. I'm so upset that I'm going to burn my own stuff because after all, wait a minute, what are you doing? You're demonstrating to try to get attention. Interesting how that is. But what's interesting is then uh, Mr. Kaepernick went back to the mainstream media and tried to clarify. You know, the talk has been more about me, more about I know a lot of people's initial reactions thought it was bashing the military, which it wasn't. That wasn't my intention at all. I think now that we have those things cleared up, we can get to the root of what I was saying and really address those issues. And yet the mainstream media reported it like this. Dr. King, if he were alive today, he wouldn't disrespect the flag or the anthem. So I don't want to debate if he was right, if he was wrong. I'm just saying the guy has said numerous things. And this is the part that's driving me nuts is if you go back and listen to his press conference, he has nothing wrong with the military, has nothing wrong with the flag. He's just like, look, there's some injustice going on, and I can't seem to get you guys to do this thing called reporting and look into it. Now, where he did it, when he did it, look, when I was 16, I worked in a grocery store, and I had to cut my hair, and remember, I was a big rock and roller guy, I had to cut my hair to be above the collar. And if it wasn't above the collar, I would lose my job. And there are consequences for not following the job or not following the rules at your job. I really don't want to get into this conversation. I'm just pointing out that in in his case, trying to get the message out through somebody else is not working. And so what I'm really saying is, Colin, if you want to start a podcast, I'm your guy. But here's another great example of this. Check this out. American Airlines has their own podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tell Me Why, a series for American Airlines team members that looks at the why behind the news and decisions that are made here at American Airlines. Very special episode today for a couple of reasons. First, this is the first time we've ever had multiple guests on set, so it's a bigger table here today. Um, we also have our first ever dog is here on set today in Vaughn. Uh, but my name is Ron DeFeo. I work in global communications. I'm joined by Suzanne Boda, our SVP of Los Angeles, as well as Albert Rizzi, who leads My Blind Spot, whose organization's mission is to inspire accessibility for people of all abilities. And today, special show, it's on the day where we just updated our guidelines for customers traveling with service uh, and support animals. So welcome to the both of you. Thank you for being here. Thank you Thank very you. much. So how cool is that? The show is called Tell Me Why, 
And so now when somebody goes, I hate American Airlines, they're not going to let me get on with my support giraffe or whatever it is that people need. And I'm not making fun of people who use support. Easy. Don't go burning your shoes, people. Easy. But I'm sorry, support giraffe, not going to work, okay? Support walrus, not going to work, okay? And so the fact that if they put this out somewhere, it would be very easy to go, American Airlines hates all animals. They're, they're saying, no, 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 I want to control the conversation. I want you to hear it from me. We're going to be transparent, and we're going to say, here's the policy, and here's why. Hence the name of the album, Tell the Album. The name of the podcast, Tell Me Why. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and Bill Burr. And Bill Burr, who is kind of known for being outspoken, says, I'm worried that every time I see a comedian apologize just to end it. So it doesn't matter what they said, but they're like, no, 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 I'm sorry. He says, because here's the problem. Somebody gets offended and because they took what I said seriously doesn't mean that's now how I meant it. He says, you don't get to decide that you're in my head and you know my intent. And I thought, you know, that's true. People don't know how you intended it. And unfortunately, if you say that's now how I meant it, it doesn't seem to. And I think it's in that same episode. So don't quote me on this one. But I think he's the guy that said it used to be in the past where everything wasn't on the Internet, that if you did something that was offensive, you might lose a gig. And he said, now when you do something that's offensive, you actually lose your career. And I'm not standing up for anybody who is displaying their junk in public or anything like that. But I think it's interesting that in some cases, people are being told, no, that's what you thought. And they're like, no, it's not. So how do you get across from that? How do you get your point of view out? Well, there's one thing that you can own that can reach the entire world, and that is your podcast. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, Dave, it didn't save Alex Jones. Well, Alex Jones, unfortunately, we got to hear what his intentions were, and they were pretty obvious. And consequently, they weren't very nice. So that's the other thing. Just because you have freedom of speech doesn't mean you are free to say whatever you want. It doesn't mean that you are free of consequences. But I want to share this today. Number one, because I think it's silly that people are lighting their shoes on fire. I don't understand that. I don't understand. I mean, I understand it. The whole point is I'm going to do something to get attention in hopes that the mainstream media will then look at what I'm upset about. And I I did a Facebook Live and I talked about this. This is a little bit, have you ever had a dog? I remember a dog would come on and if there was a dog that was kind of like my dog, I would then point at the TV and I'd go, Dudley, look at the screen. Dudley, look at this. And the dog would look at my finger not the TV. And I'm like, no, no, don't look at my finger. Look at the screen. And sometimes I, I think that's how we are. Sometimes we're like, no, 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 you, you, you're missing. I know I said this, but I want you to look over here at this thing I'm protesting. And so if you want to get the word out, maybe the way to do it is via a podcast, because then you can get your message out exactly how you want it in a way that is crystal clear what your intentions are with the facts to back them up and then send it out 
to the world. So that's what I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about if I agree or disagree with somebody. I do agree that Colin Kaepernick has a point that there are people getting murdered that shouldn't be murdered. And if you don't believe me, and if you are a white person, I beg you, I beg you, you will thank me for it. You'll be like, holy cow, please watch the movie 13th on Netflix, and you will completely get what all this stuff is about. And that, my friends, is the stupid thing that I just did. A, I said two words that are going to have all sorts of controversy, Colin Kaepernick, and the fact that I said you should watch the movie 13th because this has nothing to do with making your your podcast better. It It is tackling, it is uh, flattening, what is it? Uh, not uh, tackling the technology, facing your fears. This one is facing my fears because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put this out here. And because people have preconceived thoughts, somebody's going to hear what I just said that said, hey, the point of this show is that you control your message. You get to share what your intentions are. You get to share your facts based on what you believe are facts. And the fun part is somebody's still going to put it into you hate the flag. You hate the troops. Even though you just said, um, if you could replay that. And that's all I did. I went back and did a little reporting and listened to his very first interview. So, uh, and again, I don't want to open that can of worms because, well, a, a classic example. I have said over and over that Anchor.fm is a bad media host. Why? Because they don't charge for their service, which means they're eventually going to go out of business. If you're not very, very careful when you sign up, they will gladly submit your show to Apple Podcasts for you which means you now can't log in to see your Apple podcast stats whenever you get them. That's a whole other mystery. But most of the time I have stats in Apple podcast and the fact that their terms means anybody using anchor can take any part of my show and slice it and dice it and julienne it and put it out in whatever format they want. Now, is somebody really going to do that? No, but it's the internet. And you know what? Guys are creepy. They'll do a lot of stuff. So I just wanted to share that to, and, and my whole point to wrap up the whole thing, I have put that out there and people have just ignored that. Those are my facts. That's based on what I've read. I've gone and I've done large blog outlines explaining the difference between, let's say, Blueberry's terms of service and Lipson's terms of service and Anchor's terms of service. And people will only want to hear, ooh, it's free and it's easy. Okay. But you are able to put out your version of what you feel is the truth without having somebody else tweak it. They may not listen to you, but you can say, no, go back and listen to episode number 638. This is what I said without people messing with it, without people doing things like that, because I'm not on anchor. You can't take this out of context. So I hope that makes sense for you. I think that's powerful. The fact that you own this. You can get your message out. You can do, you know, I, I love the fact that American Airlines has a podcast to go, look, before somebody goes getting crazy saying we hate all animals, here's a podcast with our policy. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I wanted to share that today, which got me thinking about people trying to get their message out, which led me to Colin Kaepernick. So if you want to start a podcast and get your message out, 
whether that be about your business, your services, maybe you just want to hang out with your high school buddies and have a good time on Friday night playing your favorite video game and you want to record it, whatever you want to do, I would love to help you. Simply go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R when you sign up. And don't forget today we talked with Zach from Squadcast and he gave us a coupon, SOP fans. That'll get you half off your first month. So listener is the coupon for the school of podcasting. SOP fans is the coupon code for Squadcast. I'll have links to all this stuff out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 638. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world one download at a time.